0: gentlemen welcome on into tonight's edition of union match recap and now look we gotta be honest with ourselves we do gotta call out some of the crap that we did see here tonight this wasn't the most clean performance it is a draw but this one truly feels like a w when you get el brujo martinez with a minute left in the match gets his first mls goal in a crack an absolute crack in the way he scored outside the box with a little bit of that volley. What a first goal! You got the draw. It feels like a dub. You stole points. Fact of the matter is, you went down to an Eastern Conference foe in Orlando. It was a crowd lacking for sure. You stole some points, and that's always huge. You find a way to get the results. And if you're Jimmy Boy and, and these guys, you got to feel good about what exactly happened. But for sure, Joaquin Torres is absolutely a concern. Uh, the attack was pretty stale here tonight. You you really could not attack the weak points of Orlando, the wide areas. Uh, but in the end, the union show us why again and again and again and again. We should trust them. These guys are resilient. These guys have heart. These guys just do not give up. And there's obviously, there were some weaknesses here on the pitcher tonight, but resiliency, ladies and gentlemen, will get you far, not only in soccer, but in life as well. So we're going to talk about this matchup here. I want to hear from you guys as well, but I want to formally welcome everyone into tonight's Union Match Recap. I'm your boy, El Parcero Fili. I do apologize for the appearance. I literally rushed straight from the gym to watch this match. So I didn't get time to get a shower. No, I did not shower right after the gym. You can call me what you want. You can call me a scuzz. You can call me a dirtbag. You can call me what you want. All right. I'm not missing the union. And then I halftime, time. I'm starving, worked off all the calories. I needed a meal. I got my meal in and I went right back into the match. But we will shower right after this. So don't worry, guys. Don't worry. We got to talk about this this little soccer game we had here down in Florida, real quickly, gentlemen. Today's edition of Uni Match Recap is sponsored by Lotzarine Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out Rain Watches. High quality watches at a bargain price right now when you use my promo code at the checkout page. Barsettle Philly, you will receive ten percent off of your purchase of a Lotzarine watch. So, ladies and gentlemen, head on over to La Terrain. Check them out and make sure you guys use the promo code Barcelona Philly. What's up, YouTube? What's up, Twitter? We got DSM meeting in the building as well. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? What's up, TikTok? TikTok. Here, look at me. Do me a solid. Damp that screen away. Let's get some more soccer fans, some more union. Hello. Here we go, and we're back just like that. All right, we're good. We're good. Well, what's up TikTok? What's going on, guys? Keep dropping those comments. Comments are open in the in TikTok comment section and the YouTube comment section. So keep dropping those comments, questions, concerns. What's up right now? How you feeling, brother? We got a good dupe in the chat here. What's up, Ivan? We got Ivan in the chat. El Brujo with the goal of the year. He knew his first goal would be a banger, and we are all buzzing for him. I thought it would come in a more clutch situation. Listen, at a, per, a certain point in the match, I kind of sat there and thought to myself, you know what? It is what it is. You come back from break. Sometimes you come off of just a, little, a little bit too lax off the break. You see it all the time in sports, especially in the NFL. And I thought that may have happened. But you give kudos to the guys. They got it together, and it really took that goal. And we'll talk about that in just a second for everything to kind of turn around. But you definitely... Man, we love it. We love it. We love it for El Brujo Martínez. El Brujo Martínez. Que loco que estás. I love it, man. We love seeing El Brujo. With the Dolby's. them the in the chats. It's a big, big point that you get there down in Orlando. Big, 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 big point. What's up, TikTok? A little TikTok. We're talking Union. We're talking Orlando. You watch the match. You you listen. You're, you're hyped about Messi. Throw it in the comment section. We're answering all comments here ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's get to this match because I am buzzing as well. Union versus Orlando. And then, of course, in this one, as we all know, we are still in the cusp of international break. So there were some absences, departures for both sides, of course, for the Union. No Andre Blake, no Damian Lowe, no Daniel Gazak. And then, of course, we find out today we were hoping and itching and praying that Andres, Andrea, Andres Pereira would finally Come out of the uh, out of the dungeon out out of the timeout that he's been on, the sin bin, or whatever you want to call it, then he would get the start, and then he gets put on the injury report. He's got some type of illness that we do not know. So unfortunately, we're gonna have to keep waiting from Don Pereira. So with no low, the question was going to be would Jimmy Boy stick to the three back set? Yo, who saw Heath Pierce throwing shots at Jimmy Boy on Twitter? saying, start Brandon Craig. Uh, listen, I was there for it. I like the spice. It's a piquete. That was nice. That was nice, Hefe. But uh, it, it, it's just like a topic that is up, up for debate. Do you start the young kid in a away spot like that? I'll be honest with you guys. When it comes to Craig, I, I want to see what we have. And in a start like this, I know it's on the road. But like I've said before, it, it's happened before. And what better way to find out what you have exactly in a young kid than by putting him into a high-press situation like a midweek match down in Orlando? Which, by the way, it really wasn't much of a crowd to be intimidated by. But I digress with that one. Starting lineup for your Philadelphia Union. The 4-4-2 Diamond was back. Bendik, of course, was in goal. Your back line consisted of Wagner, Eli Iglesias, and Abizzo. Jimmy going with Olivia. I honestly thought Olivia would be called up as well. But, uh, you know, Cameron going another shot. I'm not sure what's going on with Cameron. Your diamond midfield consists of Flock at the left, Bruno Martinez at the six, McGlynn at the right, and Joaquin Torres as your 10. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I called this. Urre and Carranza would be your two forwards. And I'll be honest with you, when, you, when we get into this match... Um, the union started off hot. They brought the pressure. They kept the ball in the Orlando half, and they got a couple couple nice shots. Um, unfortunately, they could not draw first blood. Orlando got their grass under, under well, on, on, on down packed. And then Duncan freaking McGuire, with great effort, beats Jakob Gleznes, and I re- I have to repeat this, he beats Jakob Gleznis, and gets himself a goal. Now, first off, it was great display of hard work. He's you know, he got his back to Gleznis, got his back to goal, gets the ball, kind of stumbles a little bit as he's spinning around. Gleznis gets lost in transition of this. And then, of course, McGuire has perfect angle right to the net, hits a, hits a ball left side, gets a little bit of a bounce in there. Bendick what does Bendick do Bendick does what Bendick does sits right there with his feet cemented into the ground and he just watches as his ball just goes right by him. <laughs> I I, I am like well okay this is this is the Bendick we're going to get today this is the Bendick we're going to get today it is what it is one nothing Orlando they get on the board first and it's it's not typical you, know, you need to typically go up first and typically do lose or don't walk away with three points when they don't score the first goal they do scave the first half it is a one nothing lead for orlando heading into the second half but jimmy boy and company what would be the adjustments what exactly would they do well ladies and gentlemen uh uh uh. 54th minute ojeda gets the ball right outside the box curls it in and gets the ball past joe bendick left hand side again but after quick further review Duncan Maguire. this stinking Duncan Maguire in the right place at the right time. It's a little bit of a taquita, a little bit of the back heel to just have the ball scraping, and that kind of gave a little misdirection. I'll be honest with you, would have just let, if the shot by Ojeda would have just went in, going on the trajectory that it would have been on, it would have went in because Bendik is is Bendik. And there's these these like these these opportunities where like I'm like wondering like. Puppy, is there anything up there? Are you alive? Are you here? Because I don't, I don't feel it right now, Jojo. And so it's a two 0 lead there by Orlando. And this is where at the point, you know, we're all turning off our TV. We're all cursing at Joaquin. We're all cursing at the at the blue and gold, Jim Curtin. What the fuck are you doing? And then six minutes later, the heavens from above shine down on Exploria Stadium. Jack McGlynn. Ladies and gentlemen, now I don't know if Jack intended to have this ball cross in. I don't know if this was a service in the box. But regardless, hits the ball, crosses it in, into the box, hits, gets a nice little bounce, and Shudar, who, by the way, looked good up until that point, but that one was hella suspect as fuck. And so that right there was exactly what the union needed because then the juices got going. It's a two-one match. Everything has changed now for the blue and gold, and it's all about a, a pouncing. Jimmy Boy does the one substitution that changes everything, right? So yeah, get Joaquín Torres off the pitch, which we'll talk about his performance in just a second. Alejandro Bedoya comes into the match, and it's more yes, it's more free flowing. But you know, Ali back in there, manning that midfield. McGlynn just creating. And look, 89th minute, 90th minute after the Union pressing and Union trying to get that goal in, uh, finally attacking those wide spaces. (sighs) El Brujo Martinez. El Brujo Martinez. Que loco, que hue. Puta estás, hermano. Ebre Maria. El Brujo Martinez, we all know he's been trying so hard to get his first goal from close range. Him out long, wherever it may be. And it finally happened for him as he gets a ball that kind of just found it was in the air. It finds El Brujo Martinez and El Brujo Martinez with a nice little volley. There's nothing Stuhar was doing on that one. His ball was hit perfectly, finally, for El Brujo. And then just what happens right after that, just eruption, right? He got El Brujo running all through the sideline. Nathan Harrell's trying to chase him down. Alejandro Bedoya was losing it. It was it was amazing. It was euphoric because everybody in this organization on in on that sideline as a coach, as a player, we love. And El Bruno Martinez is a harpy of this club. And you see El Bruno Martinez getting his first goal that way, dude. You saw it from everybody. Dude, Ali busted out in a full sprint. He could have gotten hurt on that one. It was freaking awesome scoring the way they did. And I and I, and I did miss the part because a couple minutes before that, Ivan Angolo gets a goal in that got called back because of a foul that Erkan had on El Brujo Martinez. It all comes full circle. But if it wasn't for Erkinkata being Erkinkata, which, by the way, Orlando's got a problem on their hands. You have to start Duncan Maguire over Erkan Kara. There's no debate. Maguire is a baller. Kara, he gives me Casper Shabilko a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know, if AK Games listening, I love you, buddy. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, though. But regardless, Kata, if he doesn't have that that terrible mistake, who knows what we're talking about right now? You know, I don't know if that Bruno Martinez goal happens. I don't know if the press And pursue the way they did. But you give them credit. Oh, and and then, of course, the Santos goal that hits the freaking crossbar in like the 94th minute, that one definitely got me as well. But at the end of the day, the Union walk away with a point, man. And this does feel like a dub. Look, traveling in this league, playing on the road in this league is never easy. But to go down there and to steal two, two points away and get a point in Orlando, that was huge. Now, like I mentioned, this, this is definitely a feel-good match. I feel good after this one. But I'm not going to shy away that there were issues throughout the match. Obviously, Bendik, <laughs> he's not the best. Now, the thing is, is that you will get some nice performances from him here and there. Look, Duncan McGuire got the best of Jakob Glezes. That does not happen often, okay? And he, dude, he's, he's just a, a hard worker. He's a grinder. He's a hustler. And he got and, he, and, and, and his hard work paid off in this match. But, I mean, look, this organization, this club feels that Bendik is good enough as the backup for this club, and we're just going to have to <laughs> run with it. I mean, what, what else are we going to do? Could they find a better option? Yes. And, like, the thing is, is that, like, for everyone who believes that Matt, we shouldn't have let Matt Freeze go, you can't be selfish like that. Got to understand that this is all relationships as well, and we have to understand that Matt Freeze deserved his opportunity to get to be a starter. Now, obviously, he's dealing with his own situation in New York, but you gave him that opportunity because there was no way that was happening here in Philadelphia. Bendix, a veteran guy, you have gotten solid performances from him here and there. I will say this, and I know we all know Jim when it comes to young players. But I would give a little run at Holden Trent. I honestly would. Now, I the thing is, all I've seen was warm-ups, and that's really it. I haven't really seen him at Union 2. Dude does seem like he's got a little bit of that factor, a little bit of like that killer. You know, like ice in the veins. You know what I'm saying, guys? Like I, I get that sense from him. It is always, listen, going with young players is always, always, always a gamble. But sometimes, gambles, ladies and gentlemen, do pay off. They pay off well. But it is something to keep an eye out for. But I just don't think anything's going to change with that position. You're going to have to roll with Joe Bendik until Jamaica gets eliminated from Gold Cup. And it is what it is. It is what it is. Now, the big, big topic of discussion. Joaquin Torres. Club's got a problem here. You don't have a backup 10. Right? Right? And so, like, what formation do you run? You don't have natural wingers, so you can't just go into a 4-3-3. What do you do? McGlynn can't play as a 10. I'm sorry. And, and this formation, McGlynn can't play as a 10. But Ada, I, I, I don't know what's going on with him. So what do we do? Quinn Sullivan, you can run with that as well. I mean, I don't really like him as a 10. It is definitely probably the best other option. But when it comes to walking jo- in all seriousness, when it comes to walking Torres, I know we all like to just say he's trash and just leave it at that, but in reality, I just think that this dude is thinking too much. And it doesn't help that now the standard for Joaquin Torres is exactly what we saw in the first match against Columbus when he comes off in the second half and and he does two spinoramas and finds Caranza for duping the old onion back. Like That's what everyone's expecting every single time he touches the ball. But as we all discussed before in different players like Jamiro Monteiro, doing the easier thing that doesn't look as fancy is sometimes the better thing and leads to winning. I just feel like Joaquin just does way too much. I don't know if he's just trying to impress he feels like he needs to make a big play on every single pl- every single time the ball's in his on his feet. But it, it we need we need him to simplify things. The problem in for most of this match, dude, like it was so hard feeding Carranza and Urre. and without the three back three back line, Wagner and in this case in Bizo, they did not have that freedom going up the up the flanks, and the uh, the places to attack Orlando were out in the flanks. And so that, to me, was the big problem there. You could not attack the weak spots out wide. Joaquin Torres, lost as hell, and attack was stale. That's exactly what we saw. You know, you you saw them trying to play, you know, I-9 soccer, go, you know, back line, just dropping deep bombs to the forwards, hoping that they would win them, that they really weren't winning them. And so, like, this club has to think about that. Jeremy Raffanello is too young, too. Like, yeah. I mean, dude, we just got Joaquin Torres. Like, if you go out and get a number 10, another backup 10, like, what do you do with Torres? I don't know, man. I still personally believe that the third forward for this team is more important than that. But obviously, you need some depth. You flat out do. It, it is it is truly and honestly a problem. And dude, like the same thing we saw early, early in the year. That diamond looks stale as crap, man. And it doesn't help that you got a 10 who is just doing way too much. You don't have your clogging Bedoya. You know, I, I don't really care for McGlynn at the right. Now, I understand why you have to. I don't care for it. Um and it, it, it was just a problem. And beisel Wagner can't really go up at that point. And you were just you were missing out on that. Flatter, you're missing out on that. And and you did pressure that Orlando back line. Dude, we had a lot of turnovers. Just couldn't capitalize. Flato couldn't capitalize here, man. But hey, man, we, we got three. We got we got a point. It feels like we got three. Definitely feels like we got three. What's up, guys? Guys, comment sections are open. If you watch tonight's match, we'd love to hear from you. We truly appreciate it. Or, okay, That's a good question, Leo. That's actually a good question. So, Leo366, now this is not soccer later, but we'll, we'll, we'll answer because this is kind of fun. He says, eat out of a bowl with a fork or eat off a plate with a spoon. I'm going to go fork with the bowl because, you know, like I sometimes do put pasta in bowls because it's a little bit easier. So, um yeah, I'm going to go with fork and a bowl. Uh Biggie, thank you for so much for for showing us your true colors. And uh I will trail I want me. What can I expect from that? Goodbye, Biggie. Baby, baby. What's up, Glez? Is my daddy? I like that. <laughs> What's up, brother? piss rocket? Uh are you talking about Gleznes? Uh, Mofty, not gonna lie, went full negative after the second goal, dude. You're not the only one, man. You're not the only one that went full negative Delphi after, after that Ojeda goal or I guess Duncan goal. It's it was definitely easy to go full Negadelphia. but dude, I, I, you gotta give him credit, man. That, that's that's resilience at its finest, and that's why. Just trust this team, man. Trust this team. Trust these players. They're so resilient, dude. That Bedoya substitution was huge, man. He lit a fucking fire right under those guys, man. And, dude, you saw what happened. You saw what happened. Kept pressuring. Now, obviously, you still you still had issues in the attack. I mean, look at your goals tonight. You know, you get a lucky bounce. And, you know, Stu Hart gives McGlynn a little favor. And then, of course, your brujo Martinez, dude. Like, that was lucky as all hell. Um, so, obviously, not duplicatable. Not something you want to see going forward. Uh, you want to see some better possessions and some better buildup. But, yeah, man, you... you you find to get you find ways to get the points in any which way, and that's what good teams do. Straight up, guys. Straight up. Straight up. Now tell me, do you really wanna love me forever? Oh oh oh. I know my voice is terrible. <laughs> Mofti, thoughts on starting Holden Trent instead of Bendik next break. Man, it's it's gonna be rough. So I mean, dude, don't even look next break. look Saturday, Miami coming into town and look, Miami, we're, we're gonna talk about that on uh, a couple days here, but Miami's a squad that's you know in, anticipating and preparing for the biggest player in MLS history to play for them and they're in dead last of the Eastern Conference. Um, you know, I, it would bode well to have Messi come in with with less stress you know coming not being in dead last place you know what he said they're making the playoffs so i think sexual busquets is is clear he's going to miami so they're bringing a little bit of that barcelona f- flair um uh, but I, I i it's tough man it, it, it is tough personally me i mean at home with, with the with the rivers and in your back i would i would i would definitely think about it. i would definitely think do using some holding Trent thing is like I haven't like I I personally like don't watch too much uni 2. that's that's probably something I should improve upon but I haven't really seen Holden Trent just seen him in warm-ups just seen him in practices I uh, obviously that you can't you can only judge that spice so much right but he does seem like he's got a little bit of that ice in the veins if you know what I'm saying but it is a it is a good thought man it is a good thought it's not it's not too too far uh, out there, man. Piss right. <laughs> Glasses, is my dad. Glasses, is, is my dude. He's pumped, and I absolutely love it, man. Dude, what a, what a, what a great end to the match. Ivan, I don't think Torres is a bad player. I just feel like he doesn't fit the system. He's not a bad player. That will bust his butt and press or defend. He's better suited for a team that holds I mean, I don't disagree with that at all. The problem is, yeah, I mean, he's got to play defense too. Doesn't do that at all. Um, that's a big problem for him. Uh, but when he does get the ball, he's just doing way too much. And I just don't see him involved too much in the play. Like, and I'm watching this play again build up in, in the Orlando end. And like, where the fuck is the ten? Like, we're there on the right flank. They're stuck. Where's it? Like in this situation, like if if there's a play stuck on the sideline, you know, Gazdag is the first one over there trying to shake that up. Trying to throw off the defense. Bro. What the fuck? Where those torres? And I, I I do agree. But here's the thing, Ivan. This is now second MLS team where he's kind of flamed out. Well, I'm not saying he's flamed out yet, but we're obviously lead, we're we're leading to that. What is the system at that point? Is this not his league? I mean, at that point, Papa Arregreso Argentina. I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. But I mean Either he figures it out. But, yeah, I mean, I, I do think like a 4-3-3, like you mentioned the possession, I do agree. Like you see him, like when he's got the ball, you saw it tonight. He actually had a shot on goal to Stude You know, he kind of drifted out to the right-hand flank. And, you know, kind of like Carlitos Vela, he cut back in, got the little curl. It really didn't curl that well, though, because it went right to Stude Um, uh, But, yeah, I mean, you do raise a good point. At the end of the day, I mean, joaquin is not the answer as a backup 10 i don't mind him like as a second forward like kind of like at that holding guy um and then like you know he kind of feeds off of daniel gazag essentially i don't mind that but just as the lone 10 it's just been rough especially when you were not getting too much from bogdan and uh and abizo in this one i don't think he didn't attack it weight and as much as you wanted it to so we did scale off the rain. That was huge, guys. I mean, I, from my understanding, obviously, we had Timmy Boyd down in uh, in Orlando uh, from Duke by the river. He was down there in Orlando with the uh, away supporters. It did seem like it was going to downpour. And luckily, we were able to get this match off, which was huge. Absolutely huge. So, that, listen, definitely still work to be proved upon. You're going to get players back. Um it, it does feel like they kind of have, you know, hit a little bit of a wall again since they were on that nine game on being streak, They lose San Jose, you know, they did do come back and draw against Orlando, but you're coming home. Miami's coming to town. They're garbage. I, I, it's going to turn around. It's, it's June guys. We're in warm weather too, man. I expect, I, I truly expect a big showing from the boys on Saturday. I really do. We'll, we'll see what that entails, but that's gonna do it for today's edition of Union Match Recap. I appreciate it, guys. Again, the Union draw to Orlando in comeback fashion, two to two, and we prepare for Inter Miami without Messi. No Messi yet, but hey, we still got a match to play against Miami. Thanks so much for watching, guys. Make sure you guys hit that like button, subscribe for more Philly sports. A quick reminder that we are sponsored by our friends over at Lotterain Watches. Make sure you guys check them out and use our promo code Barcelo Philly for ten percent off of your purchase. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys to dupe on. Talk to you guys soon.